Hi, my name is Antoinette Londijon, and I'm thrilled to be here today with Rachel Martin. Uh, Rachel really doesn't need any introduction for people who are watching from Virginia and broadly uh, the United States, but for others, I'd love to give her the opportunity to give a thorough introduction, um, and I'll get to that in a moment, but before I do, uh, Rachel has been influential in the Virginia wine scene since two, the early 2000s. Uh, when she was with Boxwood Vineyards, and not only with in the broad sense, but also you could say built Boxwood Vineyards from the site up. Uh, now, today, Rachel not only is involved in the alcoholic side of wine, but also non-alcoholic. After creating Oceano with her husband, uh, they moved on to create the Oceano Zero Project, which is what we're here today to talk about. But before we get into the nitty gritty of it, Rachel, please go ahead with an introduction. Um, thank you so much, Antoinette, for having me on. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. Um, I'm Rachel Martin, and I am the co-founder of Oceano Wines, and we just launched our new project, Oceano Zero, October 1st of this year. Uh, I have a history in wine going back to, I, I think you could say 2002. Uh, we started to site our vineyard at Boxwood in Middleburg, Virginia. Um, and then I went on to study wine at the University of Bordeaux School of Enology for a diploma program called the Duad. Uh, essentially, it's a, a tasting diploma um, from vineyard to glass to business to viticulture, you know, everything that you could think of um, taught in French. And then I went to the university, uh, I went to Napa Valley College um, for enology and viticulture. So all of that to prepare me to run my family's vineyard and winery, Boxwood Winery. I did everything uh, there. I was in charge of production, vineyard, distribution, branding, I designed the labels, um, compliance, licensing, all of those things. And while I was there, I wrote uh, a petition to establish Middleburg, Virginia um, as the seventh AVA in, in Virginia. Uh, so that was established in 2012. And then all of those things um, led me to found Oceano Wines. I was invited to visit a vineyard site called Spanish Springs on the coast of San Luis Obispo. It's owned by a family friend. So my husband's name is Kurt. We co-founded Oceano Wines together. His father's neighbor, next door neighbor, uh, owned Spanish Springs Vineyard. Eventually we met. And um, Henry invited me to visit the vineyard. It blew my mind. All of my, my ideas, just my mind just wouldn't stop. And I could see exactly what I could make from that vineyard, thanks to my years uh, in the industry. And um, so that's how Oceano Wine started. It's, uh, it's been seven years, and um, which is exciting. We have... 10 states of distribution we export uh, to Ontario, Canada, and are looking to export uh, in 2024 to more countries. Um, so that is the background. I've, you know, 
love wine, love producing wine, love the vineyards, love everything about it. Um, and then I got into non-alcoholic wine with Oceano Zero. And that's uh, a, a bit of a jump. Uh, it is and it isn't, but it's a bit of a jump when you think that it's a brand new sector in the wine industry, the non-alcoholic uh, segment. What was the inspiration for you to go ahead and take that leap? I was listening. I was observant. I um, noticed this change happening in the industry. I'm based in New York City. Um, a lot of people wonder, oh, how do you how do you have a winery if you're based in New York City? Our winemaker, her name is Marin Walgamot, and she takes care of the wines at the winery. Okay, so um, I noticed that there was some noise going on about non-alcoholic wines, more so than just you know the Sutter Home version. And um, I was in a program, uh, Goldman Sachs Ten Thousand Small Businesses, and that program is all about discovering your growth opportunity in your business. And I thought that might be um, an option for Oceano. So I started, this is last year, um, Q4 of last year. So I started tasting everything I could get my hands on. Um, being in New York City, there's a lot of different selections. I went to Boisson which is, uh, everybody probably knows that in the non-alcoholic industry. Um, they are the most important retailer uh, in-store and online uh, in, in the country and also do distribution as well. I live nearby, so I tasted everything on the shelf. And then I initially thought, I don't understand where my place is here in non-alcoholic wine. Most of everything I tasted tasted like bulk wine that was purchased to then dealcoholize or was purchased with the idea to dealcoholize it. So they were never really dealing with wine with alcohol. It was non-alcoholic in bulk. Okay. So I thought um, I don't belong here because I'm a fine wine producer and I think about you know, nematodes. <laughs> I think about the granular when it comes to wine. Uh, and then it dawned on me that that's exactly why I should um, explore non-alcoholic wine is because I can help fine wine drinkers reduce or eliminate their consumption of alcohol by producing Oceano Zero, the industry's first luxury, non-alcoholic Pinot Noir for sure. Um, we'll have other varietals rolling out next year. Um, but at the same time, I was reevaluating my relationship with alcohol. You know, I've been in the industry for over 20 years, but that's not where my consumption of alcohol began. Um, so I have been looking to um, dial back and this seemed like the perfect, it just was like synergistic. It just happened at the same time time. And um, so then I finished my program and dry January happened, <laughs> so to speak. And so I, I practiced um, not drinking alcohol during dry January. And I saw all the positive effects that it had on my life, um, physically, uh, mentally, and, you know, running 
a business and, and being a small business owner, all of those things, it, I was benefiting from reducing my consumption of alcohol and I became my own customer, which I think is the best opportunity, you know, the best outcome. Um, so that's how I got into it. And, you know, this is typical of my personality. I just went all in all for it at the, the least, well, it's not, it's not rocket science, but like the least competitive layer of the non-alcoholic industry. So at the highest price tier, and it's not just for fashion to be a high price. It's because we are working with the grapes as they're grown. So we're, we're wine producers. We um, have to commit to what we're going to produce years ahead. So I'm financially invested in non-alcoholic and wine way before I ever release, you know, that particular vintage. I'd like to point out that Oceano Zero is a vintage non-alcoholic wine, always will be. It's a single vineyard non-alcoholic wine. Um, so we're using uh, the same techniques and thought that we put into our wines with alcohol to Oceano Zero. Um, so the price is high because the costs are high. Well, as a testament to your character as well, you also chose to work with Pinot Noir, which even on a good alcoholic day is a difficult grape to work with. Uh, can you talk a, a little, tell us a little bit about what the process was in deciding to go ahead and, and choose Pinot Noir as your variety of choice for your, for your launch? I, um, right now with Oceano, we produce Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. So those were my options. You know, that's what I was currently, that's what I was working with in 2002. Spoiler alert, I'm now adding Syrah. Um, so I'm working with Syrah this year. Uh, we decided that we would start with Pinot Noir because it's, it's the most difficult uh, wine in general, but non-alcoholic wine as well. So we thought we would go in with what was missing in the marketplace. There aren't, of course, there are a few Pinot Noir producers out there making non-alcoholic wines and they're doing a great job, but that seems to be the, the missing link. Um, and for that reason, and we had a great Pinot Noir and we, we thought that it was just, it was a great opportunity. And we're also testing the waters. So, you know, you have to be smart about it. And so we were just try with one variety first. The concept of non-alcoholic wine for many wine drinkers is a foreign one and doesn't quite reach the dinner table. How are we going to make that connection? Pinot Noir is the most versatile wine, as we know, for food pairing. So because of that, I think it's an easy wine to bring to the dinner table. Sorry, I get, get easy non-alcoholic wine to bring to the dinner table. Because we make both with and without alcohol, it's an interesting exercise. For example, we have on our website, you could buy all three wines together and it's like a sampler pack 
<clears throat> we call it a holiday, uh, a holiday celebration. So you can have wine for those who are still drinking alcohol, those who are limiting their consumption of alcohol. So it's an inclusive, it's an, in, it's inclusivity in your home. So when you host, you know, the hospitality, you want everyone to feel included and considered so you don't give them just a soda or a, a sparkling water with a lime, but something that is naturally goes into a stem, into a wine glass. So that's when I think of inclusivity. It's, you know, sown within business, you know, of course. However, think about it at, at home as well. M many more people are reconsidering their relationship to alcohol. And so considering them during the holidays for celebrations, um, at the dinner table for, you know, whatever holiday that you celebrate. And then also for gift giving and corporate gift giving, it's not the same. We don't live in the same world anymore where, you know, it's, it's not, it's not a man's world anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> and there should be choice and everyone should be considered. And that's where inclusivity comes in. Sorry, guys. The world is changing and it's really exciting to see the non-alcoholic uh, sector become part of our wine world. I know through retail, the amount of options that have become available in the last three years, it's just mind blowing. Not only that, but the quality is there. And now we have the great opportunity to enjoy Oceano Zero Pinot Noir, which is not only quality, but it's also a luxury item. And it, but, but it's an approachable luxury item. Uh, and the, the quality of the wine, as you and I, we tried it together a couple of weeks ago, I couldn't believe what was in my glass it was really <laughs> a joy to have it and Thank I you. couldn't wait to bring it home uh, and have it for Thanksgiving so thank you so much for making this thank you so much for having thank the you. and the foresight to create this brand uh, before we say goodbye to everybody are there any last words you'd like to share um, I definitely would like to say that with non-alcoholic wine you tend to come across uh, wines that are sweet. And there are many reasons for that, but we're adding just the tiniest bit of sugar, cane sugar, so the wine doesn't taste like grape juice. It's not a, a grape sweetener, it's cane sugar, just to balance the acidity. So what you're left with is five calories per glass of our Oceano Zero Pinot Noir. Um, so that's something really to consider that we're we're balancing our wines. Um, that's first and foremost. And then finally, it's a still wine. There's a lot of sparkling uh, non-alcoholic wines on the market, and there are reasons for that as well. And that's a difference uh, for Oceano Zero. We we make still wines. So. That would be something I'd like to leave on. And then of course, we, um, we have a very active Instagram account at Oceano.0. And we have a lot of 
you know, ideas that we're putting out there about inclusivity, about aspirations, living your best life. Um, so I hope everyone has a very healthy, happy and safe holiday. And I'm so looking forward to the new year and, and what's to come. Excellent. Thank you, Rachel. And for those of the trade who would like to follow Rachel on LinkedIn, I strongly advise it. Rachel goes uh, about every week, uh, if not more, to post very insightful things about the non-alcoholic sector and the, the wine sector as a whole. But I've learned a whole lot from you, Rachel, just online and even today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Antoinette, for having me. It's so good to see you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.